Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Learn American English with this guy. As I mentioned in the last podcast, we are now available on Apple Podcasts. So please, if you're listening on Apple, rate, review, subscribe. It would really help out the prod the podcast and spread the word. I've received a lot of support from users at the app Hello Talk. Um, Balthazar from Texas is sharing it with his students who are trying to learn English. And Mahi, I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's M-A-H-I. Mahi from Iran uh, put it on his page to share. So uh, since the podcast has been picked up by Apple, the listenership has really increased by quite a bit. Um, we have new listeners in Ukraine, Moldova, Republic of the Congo, Germany, and kind of strangely, at least to me, Canada and Australia. Canada, it was in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, which I would think is um, mostly English-speaking, but who knows, maybe somebody moved to Canada and wants to learn English, or maybe they were just curious and they already spoke English. But either way, thank you so much for your support. Still, the number one country is Italy, and the number two country is the U.S., and uh, the state is uh, Virginia, so that was kind of surprising, but definitely welcomed. And the third most uh, listeners come from France. So um, I also created a Instagram for the podcast so that I could show uh, pictures. And the Instagram is learn English with this guy. To put in American, it was too long. Instagram told me too many characters, so I had to shorten it to learn English with this guy. And I'll put a link in the show notes. So today, what I would like to do is talk about the holidays that are celebrated in the United States. Both official holidays, where the banks are closed the mail doesn't run, and also some of the smaller holidays that people celebrate, we recognize, we just don't necessarily have the day off. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Episode 9, American Holidays, and we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to the podcast. Let's get right into it. Um, as I record the episode today, it is December 30th. And according to my Facebook, it is National Bacon Day. So definitely not a real holiday. I think just people on Facebook make these things up. But apparently today... In the U.S., it's National Bacon Day. And I know some listeners, um, you know, will not eat any pork products. But in the United States, bacon overall is, is pretty important. Um, you can get bacon, uh, excuse me, chocolate-covered bacon. You can get uh, bacon ice cream. I've had that before. Pretty much anything bacon. There is even a store in my town that sells a bacon air freshener that you can put in your car, hang it from your rear view mirror, and your whole car will smell like bacon. So definitely not a real holiday, but uh, if I can fit in a little bacon today, I will definitely try. Um, as I was going through 
all of the holidays in the United States, there was one thing that connected most of them. And that was alcohol. The big, uh, the big ones, uh, I noticed I will probably tie them with alcohol quite a bit. And again, I know there are some, uh, listeners from certain countries that alcohol is strictly forbidden. I know we have some, uh, listeners in Saudi Arabia and Iran where I believe alcohol is prohibited. I'm sure if you dig around a little bit, you might be able to find some, but, um, in the United States, it tends to flow freely. Um, probably a stereotype. Maybe we don't have it flowing as much as say Canada, maybe, or Russia or Germany who, you know, stereotypes definitely sounds like those countries like to imbibe, which is a good, uh, verb imbibe means to, uh, partake or to drink alcohol to imbibe in alcohol. But I think we hold our own when it comes to drinking during the holidays. So the first one, and this, this is an official holiday. Um, the mail doesn't run. Um, the banks are closed is new year's day which is on January 1st. Now, on December 31st, there is, you know, an unofficial holiday, New Year's Eve, where there is a lot of people do go out with their friends to party. At midnight, it is traditional to kiss the person you're with. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband. But, you know, a lot of times it is. I guess depending on who the crowd is there. There may be a lot of kissing. But at midnight, and uh, people blow little horns and wear silly hats. And did I mention drink alcohol? Drink alcohol. Yeah. So And then in New York, uh, most people put on the TV because in New York, a ball will drop. Um, it's a big, giant crystal ball. I'm not sure why, and it's been going on for a long time, but in New York, a crystal, giant crystal ball kind of lowers on top of a building, and people count down. 10, 9, 8, Happy New Year! So um, I think in many, many countries, uh, January 1st is a popular time for New Year, at least in the Western world. Um, and we don't have any um, listeners from Asia that I know of. So maybe we'll catch on in Asia one day. But as of yet, uh, and I do believe the calendar is slightly different in some countries in Asia. Um, another holiday that we have in January, um, the date varies. I think it varies. I believe it's observed on a Monday, always a Monday. So we have a long weekend. Yes. Um, But it's Martin Luther King's birthday. So if you know anything about the history of the United States, uh, when it comes to race relations between black and white and white and Latino, um, it, it hasn't been exactly great. Unfortunately, the um, Native Americans who were here before the colonists, before the Europeans got here, were not treated very well at all. And even up until, and some might argue even today, but without a doubt, until the 1960s, in certain parts of the southern United States, I will just mention Alabama as one, because a lot of racial tension happened in Alabama, um, Birmingham, Alabama, and Selma, Alabama. Um, I lived in Alabama for a time in my 20s. Um, there was a lot of racial tension, bigotry, outright criminal acts that um, many white people um 
forced on people who were black. Um, and one giant glaring issue was voting rights. If um, you were black and you lived in the South, and I'm talking Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, Tennessee, Mississippi, those states, it was very likely that you were not allowed to vote. And that is in recent, recent times. Uh, certainly people who are my parents' age experienced it. People who are just a few years older than me. I was born in 1975, um, experienced this. And it was Martin Luther King uh, who, uh, to use the term spearhead, to spearhead, he was a leader in this movement um, that brought a lot of people from other parts of the country to the South to try to gain voting rights and just gain rights in general. Because if you were black and you lived in Alabama or the South, it was very likely that you couldn't eat in certain restaurants. You couldn't go to certain hospitals to receive basic treatment. And Martin Luther King um, was certainly not the only person, but he was a major leader in getting those rights for the people who deserved it. And unfortunately, he was killed in 1968 in Tennessee, um, just outright murdered. So um, as an entire country, we observe Martin Luther King Day in the middle of January, and um, the banks are closed for that. The mail does not get delivered. Uh, many people don't work to observe Martin Luther King Day. So that's January. That's really only two holidays in January. Now comes February, where we have two unofficial holidays and one official holiday. One we call a federal holiday, where the banks are closed, the mail does not get delivered, many people don't work. So that holiday is called President's Day. And our first president, George Washington, was born on, oh, I think it's February 22nd. And another one of our great presidents, Abraham Lincoln, was born on February 12th. So for that week, um, always the Monday of that week, around that time, <clears throat> we have something called President's Day, where even our bad presidents, like Franklin Pierce, James Buchanan, I guess, are recognized. and um, But it's mostly Washington and Lincoln, where in Maine, we have the whole week off of school. We have actually a February vacation. So schools are closed in February. And that is not common around the country. Most schools will have one spring break in March or so. But in Maine, we actually have two. And I'll get to the other one that's in April in a little bit. So that's the official holiday of February. But there's also Groundhog Day which is always observed on February 2nd, mostly little kids. Um, I don't exactly know how it goes, but basically groundhog, a little creature that lives under the ground, that if you have one in your yard, and that's what we call, we call it a yard, your backyard, your front yard. In England, if this was an English-British podcast, I believe they call it the garden. But we call it a yard in the United States. And it's a big business. I could do a whole podcast on yards and green grass in the United States. But I, I probably won't. Unless people want to hear about yards in the United States. But um, the groundhog will come out of the ground. A groundhog. There is actually an official groundhog in Pennsylvania. And his name is Ponxatoni Phil. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. There is a groundhog, and if he comes out, and I may have this backwards, but if he comes out and sees his shadow, then spring is still six months away. If he comes out and doesn't see his shadow, 
spring is about to start. If you are just learning English and your English is, you're struggling with the comprehension, I, that may sound a little crazy, but I promise I'm not making it up. A groundhog comes out of the earth. There's actually a, a person, it's usually a man, a person that holds the groundhog up. Um, I should probably link a YouTube video just for clarification. Because th- th- this is a thing. But like I said, nobody gets off you know, from work for this. I think elementary schools might do a little thing for Groundhog Day. Mostly for little kids. But yeah, it's, it's a real thing. Groundhog Day. The other um, holiday, unofficial holiday in February is Valentine's Day. That is where you are supposed to show your loved ones that you love them. So the other 364 days, you don't have to love them according to this holiday. But on Valentine's Day, you should get them a nice card and some chocolate. And some people, kind of myself included think that this holiday was simply created by the people who sell greeting cards just so it'll increase their sales. Um, A little baby Cupid often is uh, flying around on Valentine's Day, striking people with little arrows to make them fall in love. Yeah, so Valentine's Day, it's kind of a thing around here in the United States. And if you want to go out to eat on Valentine's Day, you would have to make a reservation and restaurants run specials. They usually cost way more than they would the day before Valentine's Day or the day after Valentine's Day. But Valentine's Day is a big thing for some people. My wife and I actually kind of go out of our way not to celebrate Valentine's Day just because you know we we try to celebrate Valentine's Day every other day of the year. And in fact, on that day, we just tell each other how much we don't like each other on Valentine's Day. No, that that's not true. That's not true. But we uh we don't go out of our way to you know buy things for each other. Uh, my wife does give the kids, you know, some chocolate and I think a card maybe probably some money or something, but it it is a big day for some couples, for some couples, Valentine's Day. So that brings us to March, the next month. There is only one unofficial holiday that I can think of, and it does involve drinking again. It's St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Um, This is if you are of Irish descent, And uh, the United States has a lot of people who have come from Ireland because of uh, the potato famine. Not sure if you're familiar with that, but I took a whole class in college on the Irish in America. And it is actually very interesting. Um, I won't devote too much time today to this podcast. If, If anybody would like to hear about the Irish in America in a podcast, I would love to do one. I just don't know how popular it would be. But certainly on the East Coast, um, in the cities of Boston and New York, on St. Patrick's Day, there are parades to celebrate people who have Irish heritage. Now, you don't have to be Irish to drink on St. Patrick's Day. In fact, some people will just use it as an excuse to get obliterated, to get drunk, to get wrecked. Um, Those are some uh, uh, idioms we could use for getting drunk. We have a lot of them in English. I probably could do a whole podcast on that. But uh, St. Patrick's Day, typically um, bars will run specials. They will have their Guinness on tap, and people will just go crazy, drinking up a storm, wearing their green Um, Even if, you know, in school, you know, on a typical St. Patrick's Day, people do try to go out of their way to put on some green, even if they're not Irish. 
And I think in some places, this is definitely harassment, so I wouldn't advise it, but I do think, maybe not so much today, but at one time, if you did not have your green on, people could pinch you. I think that is a thing for St. Patrick's Day. Um, that brings us to April now. And there are two uh, unofficial holidays, I guess. One is official, though, in Maine and Massachusetts only. So April, um, we have on April 1st, we have this thing called April's, April Fool's Day. I don't know if this is worldwide. I don't know if it's just to the U.S. and Canada. But April Fool's Day is certainly a thing in the U.S., and that is a day in which you play your best pranks on your friends. You try to get them with jokes. One kind of common one would be um, Americans love their coffee in the morning. And the night before, if you want to play an April Fool's joke on someone, you would switch out their sugar, take the sugar out of the sugar bowl, and you replace it with salt. So when they go for their April Fool's morning coffee, they are dumping some salt into their coffee. And of course, it ruins their coffee. It tastes bad. They have to get a new cup. But uh, little kids love this holiday. And they try to pull pranks on you. And you can often see them from a mile away. That's a, another idiom we often say. From a mile away means you can just you know way before that it's going to happen. Like you can see it from a mile away. So that's April Fool's Day. And the other one is really only Maine and Massachusetts. Maine, the state of Maine, where I live, up until 1820, was actually part of Massachusetts. And I could go into a whole history lesson ooh, of uh, slavery but back in 1820, Maine split from Massachusetts. And if you look at a map, there's always been a little sliver, I think it's about eight miles, of New Hampshire that is in between Maine and Massachusetts. But Maine was once part of Massachusetts. And in 1820, Maine came into the Union as a free state, so slavery was illegal in 1820 in Maine, but Missouri came into the Union as a slave state just to kind of keep that balance. And I could do a whole podcast on slavery in the United States as well, or pre-Civil War United States. We call it antebellum United States. That's pre-Civil War, before the Civil War starts, which it started in 1860. Uh, we have this uh, holiday called Patriot's Day. Again, celebrated only in Maine and Massachusetts. But it is designed to recognize those who fought against the British in the Revolutionary War. Don't think we have any listeners in England. And it's been so long ago, I'm sure it's not a sore subject. Because the United States and England are some of the closest allies. I think the United States, certainly the government, even the citizens, I think most of us feel a connection to England and um, certainly in some of the controversial decisions that um, the United States government has made, um, maybe even fighting a war in Iraq, England has backed the United States. So, But at one time... Maybe you know this in history. Um, the British, the English, um, had colonies in the United States. And they were not called the United States at the time. They were the colonies. And at one time, the colonies wanted to be free from British rule. And if you go to high school in the United States, they will tell you how horrible the British were to the colonists. But if you major in history in college, you will find a more 
neutral position on how the British maybe weren't so bad, but the colonists were getting away without being taxed for a long time. And when the British tried to tax the colonists for basically defending them against the uh, French and Native Americans, the colonists got all upset. But we could go into a podcast on the Revolutionary War if anybody would like, but not today. Um, We'll just stick with the holiday that's called Patriot's Day to recognize those who fought against the British when we were the colonies. And the Revolutionary War did start in Massachusetts. So um, we get actually a whole week off from school for Patriot's Day. That Monday is, is recognized as Patriot's Day. And then the rest of the week, uh, Maine and Massachusetts have that week off from school. But a couple notable things that happen on Patriot's Day is one, the baseball team in Massachusetts, the Boston Red Sox, always play a home game in the morning, like around 11 o'clock, I think it is, which coincides, which is a fancy a fancy word that means happening at the same time, that coincides with the Boston Marathon. So both of those things happen in Boston on that day. And if you remember, I can't remember how many years ago, but um, there was actually a Boston Marathon bombing that killed several people and injured, maimed um, many more that uh, people lost limbs and really had their lives affected because of the Boston Marathon bombing. So those are the two holidays in April. And since I've been speaking for over 20 minutes and I've only gotten through four months why don't we uh, take this time as a break? And I will be right back after this message. Welcome back. Um, let's jump right into May. We're less than halfway through the year. Um, May, you know, actually before we jump into May, one thing I forgot about St. Patrick's Day is that the city of Chicago, which is not on the East Coast, but the city of Chicago actually dyes the entire Chicago River green. So for one day in the middle of Chicago, there's a river, Chicago River that runs through it. And is completely dyed green. Oh, geez. Another thing I forgot about St. Patrick's Day is that a lot of people will sell, uh, a lot of bars, I should say, restaurants, will sell green beer. So the beer is dyed green. Just a thing for St. Patrick's Day. Speaking of drinking, the first holiday, it's an unofficial holiday, But the first holiday in May that I would like to talk about is Cinco de Mayo, which I think is just an an excuse to drink. Uh, I believe the holiday is a Mexican holiday to celebrate the 5th of May, to celebrate May 5th. But Americans, just like uh, with St. Patrick's Day, even if you don't have any Irish heritage. Um, For Cinco de Mayo, you definitely don't have to have any Mexican heritage to celebrate. And many restaurants and bars have specials on Corona or Dos Equis. Those are two uh, very popular Mexican beers in the United States. And I think, um, you know, if you are willing doesn't matter what day of the week Cinco de Mayo falls on. You might be at a bar getting to review our terms for getting drunk, getting wasted, getting hammered. 
Uh, they might say that in Boston or, or Maine, where some people forget their R's. They could say, we don't, we, like some people will say, ka, pa, ka, and the ya. They don't say the R's. In Cinco de Mayo, you might get hammered, hammered when you drink too much. The last holiday of May is Memorial Day. And that comes at the end of the month. I think it is always the last Monday of the month. I could be wrong on that. But Memorial Day is the unofficial start to summer. Many amusement parks, you know, that have like uh, roller coasters and bumper cars, they will open on Memorial Day weekend. Many of the uh, vacation places in the ocean, they open on Memorial Day. And um, there are parades, To There is a little bit of uh, the military involved for Memorial Day. Those who have died in battle. Um, but there is also another day I'll talk about in November that is strictly for veterans in the military. But uh, Memorial Day is also a time when loved ones who have passed away are remembered. So many people will visit the grave sites of those who have passed. Um, But there's also a lot of joy. People have barbecues on that day. Oftentimes it is, especially living in Maine, it is a time when the weather starts getting warmer and you really want to get outside to enjoy the weather. Um, June is a fairly boring month. In fact, there are no real holidays, but there is this thing called Flag Day. I Nobody that I know has ever celebrated it. It's just something I saw growing up as a kid and when we still used paper calendars. It would always say Flag Day for June 14th. I don't know. Maybe you celebrate the red, white, and blue flag. I I don't know, but it is a holiday in June, but I don't think anybody cares about it. You certainly don't go out of your way to drink alcohol for Flag Day, although I'm sure there are some that do, but Flag Day is just kind of a random holiday. Now, July. Summer is in full force, and we do have one major holiday. That is the 4th of July, July 4th. That is where Americans come together and celebrate what is called the birth of our country. Is when the um, Declaration of Independence was signed, officially saying... England, you don't own us anymore. We are free. Now, of course, we still had to fight a war to be truly free. Actually, another war in 1812 to be truly free. But um, July 4th is recognized as the day that America became America. So to celebrate, um, well, people drink alcohol. Surprising. People drink alcohol. Um, They go around saying, America, America, America. Um, Just saying how great the United States is. Shoot off fireworks. Blow things up to show how much we love being free. Uh, The next day in the newspapers, there will always be stories of people losing fingers from fireworks, accidents that happen with fireworks. Um, Two things that don't go together well, you may already know this, but things that explode and drinking alcohol. But on the 4th of July, we Americans, we love to do it. So families get together. It is uh, a time for barbecues, barbecues. Um, to get out the grills and cook up some meat and, uh, just to have a a good time with your family. 
But uh, a lot of times, it, it does get a little embarrassing sometimes to be an American when you hear of stories of just people getting just way too intoxicated. And um, But that is a day where uh, the mail will not run and the banks will not be closed. I forgot to mention, Memorial Day is another one of those official holidays. So the banks will be closed. No mail will run. And in the last episode... I forgot to mention at school that we always do the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning over the loudspeaker. Someone will come over and say, please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. And everybody in the room, almost everybody in the room, the vast, vast majority of people in the room in the classroom will stand up, put their right hand over their heart, and say the Pledge of Allegiance. I'll say it kind of really quickly here, but I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And as a kid, I just did it. It's like, oh, everybody's doing it. But as an adult, I will confess it is a little bit odd to stand face the flag and salute your government, I guess, your flag, your protection. Um, I don't know. It's probably something that is a little odd to people around the world. And even to me, it is a little odd if you step back and like, hmm, a little strange. Um, But some people who are just, you know, fiercely devoted to this country strongly believe that you should. And certainly if you've lost a loved one uh, in military service or people who have served in the military, it is something that uh, some people take very, very seriously. Um, But it's a little odd. It's a little odd standing up and saluting something that's not even there. But that's the Pledge of Allegiance, and I meant to include that in the, the school typical school day episode, but I figured the 4th of July would be a, an appropriate place to talk about it. The next month, August has nothing. There's, there's no holiday for August, but, um, it is a great month to be outside and there's almost always, um, a party on the weekend in Maine. People are going to the beach or a lot of people have lake houses where, You'll go and sit. It's usually hot in Maine. So August is a great month. We just don't have any official holidays. So September does have one. And it's right at the beginning of September. It's called Labor Day. And this is the unofficial end of summer. If Memorial Day was the official beginning of summer, Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer. And I'm not sure um, what it is all about. I just know I don't have to work. And I know labor means work. So I think the holiday was maybe created for everybody who was working. And we're like, you know what? We'll just give you a day off here. It probably has something to do with unions. uh, People that get together and form a union to try to get more rights for the people who work. Um, if anybody, it's just because it is current right now. And I know people who have Netflix have been watching, but the movie, the very long movie, which I liked actually a lot, um, called the Irishman. Uh, one of the characters in there was Jimmy Hoffa. And he was known for creating a strong union for workers So I'm not sure when Labor Day came about. I just know I don't have to work. And a lot of times it is a barbecue. Um, It's kind of maybe like a mini uh, 4th of July. Just no fireworks. I don't think as much alcohol, but I'm sure some people get together on Labor Day to, to drink alcohol. But it's not as big of a thing as 4th of July or New Year's or Cinco de Mayo, or St. Patrick's Day, where there is a lot of alcohol. And the uh, last one is uh, September 11th. It is 
definitely not a, an official holiday. It may become one at one time, but it is certainly a day of remembrance in this country. And I'm sure, well, you know, it has happened uh, almost 20 years ago. So there might not be, there might be a lot of people. I know my students who are 12 and 13 um, don't really know as much about September 11th as uh, people my age who experienced it. Um, that might be a podcast if people are looking uh, to hear that, you know, what a typical American experienced on September 11th. I could certainly do that if people were interested. So this is getting to be about 13 minutes long, and I probably should stop. I'm just worried that if I have been talking for 13 minutes and this doesn't get saved, I would be very sad because I had talked quite a bit and I didn't really mess up too much. I have to start over or anything. So why don't I take a break here, save what I've said, and then I will come back and talk about the rest of the year, October through December. Be right back. And welcome back. Thank you so much. If you are still listening to this, I commend you. This is this is a long episode, but thank you so much if you are still with me. You are awesome. Thank you. So let's finish out the year. We have October, November, and December. Only three months, but this is really the start of the holiday season, we call it, where you just have, seems almost every week, you have really big holidays. So October, this is the first one I'm going to talk about is definitely a controversial one. For most of my life, it has been called Columbus Day. And that is another celebration of, oh, hey, Columbus from Italy sailing for, was Portugal, I believe, right? Not Spain, it was Portugal. Um, discovered, I'm doing my hand in air quotes, discovered North America. And that is how we're all here. But in recent years, um, uh, one one historian in particular, an author, his name is Howard Zinn, um, published a book that went back and looked at Columbus's diary entries and some of uh, the people, we call them contemporaries, contemporaries, some of the people that were on the voyage with Columbus. And um, it was not exactly great times for the people who were already here in North America, the Native Americans. Um, many were enslaved, uh, just slaughtered, just uh, some horrible stuff I don't want to go into on this podcast. But um, so Columbus Day has been rethought by many people. Now, there are a lot of people in the U.S. that say, hey, it's tradition. We need to stick with Columbus Day. Then there are some other people that are like, well, he found it by mistake. He thought it was India, which is why some people still call Native Americans Indians, which is not correct. And he was just an all-around bad guy, many people say. So um, now the day in October has been called Indigenous People Day by some. Indigenous people designed to show respect to those people who had been here for centuries before Columbus, quote, discovered America or discovered North America. So that is October. At the end of October is Halloween. And this for some kind of, certainly for me as a kid, like this is the start of the holiday season, Halloween, it might be a little bit strange to some people, but little kids, I'd say the oldest is probably maybe 13, 14. If they're a little smaller, maybe they can get away with it. But kids dress up as 
different characters. Could be ghosts, witches, zombies. Get all dressed up and go to strangers' houses and ask for candy. And they say, trick or treat. And if the light is on in the front of the house, like their front light is on, that's a sign that says, oh yeah, come on up. I'll give you some candy. And then they walk away and they go to the next house and they get more candy. This is a huge holiday for some kids. Almost all kids. Um, now, if you haven't noticed, we have a bit of a weight problem in the United States. Americans are not known for being slim, as in other countries. If you think about um, oh, most of the continent of Africa, um, I would say Germany, France, maybe not Italy. Italy may be like Americans, like, Maybe we're known for being a little bit bigger because we like to eat. In recent years, because of the childhood obesity, kids being overweight, a lot of kids being overweight, um, Halloween has been changed a little bit by some parents who think their kids get too much candy. There's this thing called the Switch Witch that has been invented in the last couple of years where the switch, witch will visit you at night, take all of your candy. So you don't eat it, but instead they will leave some money for you. The switch, which, uh, my family never did it. I was like, ah, whatever. Eat your candy. It's a good time. Yeah. You'll probably gain a little weight, but hopefully you're a little kid. You'll run around. You'll lose that weight. Your metabolism is off the charts. You know, the metabolism is how you burn the calories that go into your body. Kids tend, not all, but a lot of kids have a high metabolism where it'll just like the weight will just fall off them. And then when you get to be my age, your metabolism slows. And if you just look at a piece of chocolate cake the wrong way, you gain weight. Not that I'm bitter at all. The next one, November. We have two major holidays. One is Veterans Day. And that is always celebrated on November 11th. Some holidays like Martin Luther King Day and Memorial Day and Labor Day are always celebrated on a Monday to give people a a long weekend. So they'll have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. Uh, Veterans Day is one of those that does not change. November 11th, it is always celebrated on that day. The date is very important. If it falls on a Saturday or a Sunday, then usually that Monday is a day off from work. But if it falls on, say, a Thursday, no work that day. The mail doesn't get delivered. The banks are not open. For Veterans Day. And it is celebrated on November 11th. Because that is when World War I ended. And the United States was on the winning side of World War I. When the treaty was signed. It's something that is celebrated. So I believe it goes something like on the 11th hour. Or the 11th day of the 11th month. So November 11th at 11 o'clock. Uh, the peace treaty was signed. So since then, Americans um, on Veterans Day celebrate those who have served in the military. Um, Just giving thanks back to those who have defended their country, defended our country, um, who have put their life on the line to keep us safe. And sometimes restaurants will give special discounts for veterans. Um, Veterans will um, dress in their uniforms to be recognized. Um, Grave sites will be visited from those soldiers who have fallen. So Veterans Day, just a great day to remember how lucky we are as Americans to have freedom. Now, the last two are 
very big. Like, you could argue that these were the two biggest holidays in America. The first one is Thanksgiving, and then I'll get to Christmas in a second, but that's December, comes after November. So let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. It is definitely one of my favorite holidays because it involves what I like to call the three F's. You have family, you have food, and you have football, and maybe not in that order. Some people might put food above family, or some people might put put football above family. But families get together. It is always on a Thursday. If you are in school, you might have the whole week off. But where I teach in the state of Maine, we get Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off. Oh, I forgot about Black Friday. I should probably mention that. Let me make a note. Black Friday. That's becoming big. Um, So you get those three days off. But it's always celebrated on a Thursday. I think, is it the third Thursday of November? I cannot honestly remember. Uh, this year it was very late. It was, um, Thanksgiving was really very close to Thanksgiving this year. It was right, right at the end of November. So, um, Thanksgiving get together with your family. Some families watch, uh, American football. We just call it football. Get together, watch football. There are two teams that always play. And that is the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. And they have played on Thanksgiving Day for almost at least 50 years. I think the Lions have been playing even longer. And uh, you get together with your family and you eat a lot of food. A lot of food. So much food that you probably will have leftovers for the next couple days. Leftovers. That's a term we use to call our food that wasn't eaten at the meal. You know, you stick it in your fridge maybe for a day or so and you eat leftovers. Literally what is left over from the meal. We call it leftovers. And a lot of times, depending on what it is, sometimes the food is even better the next day. A lot of uh, casseroles we call that are made, um, oh, let's say, my wife makes a great chicken casserole, which is um, just a, a casserole, is just a bunch of different food put into a dish and, and baked. And the chicken casserole, it's a chicken that's cut up with cheese and I think sour cream. And it is not very healthy for you, but it's good. And it topped uh, with crackers, like saltine crackers or Ritz crackers. And then you bake it, and then the next day, what I do is I put a little chicken broth in the casserole, stick it in the microwave for a little bit, eat it up the next day. It's good. Very good. So Thanksgiving is a big holiday. Almost, I think, all almost all Americans celebrate it. It's, it's a good time to get together with family. Um, most years, it is the busiest travel day in the United States. Thanksgiving, the the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, many people travel out of state, across country, to be with friends and family. Busy travel day. And Black Friday. Did not have that down in my notes originally, but Black Friday. I know it is celebrated in Italy, at least. Black Friday is becoming a big thing. And I think it's called Black Friday. I don't think it's... Um, the Italian name is used. So Black Friday, um, just if you don't know much about it, it is where stores have these incredible deals or the people who buy the stuff think they're incredible deals and they will go out after Thanksgiving. In Maine, it is against the law to open up before midnight on that Friday after Thanksgiving. But a lot of stores will open at midnight or they'll open very early in the morning, like 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning. 
and have these deals and every year the news will the day after will show adults fighting over these TVs or these iPads to get a good deal. So I myself I stay right at home during Black Friday, but I do have some family members that go out sometimes. Like um this year my wife, my daughter, and one of my daughter's friends went out and they literally spent the entire day I think I was sleeping, but I think they left around midnight, maybe a little bit later, and they didn't get home until the late afternoon. So that's Black Friday. December, the last month, the last holiday I'd like to talk about is, of course, Christmas, a very big deal in the United States. Christmas, some people um, celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. However, there are many people who are not Christian in the United States, and they still celebrate Christmas, um, Santa Claus. Oh, you know what? I didn't mention Easter. Did not mention Easter earlier. Some parts of the uh, United States, Easter is huge. Easter is very big in the South. Man, I'm sorry about that. I can talk a little bit about Easter after um, Thanksgiving. No, after Christmas. Sorry. After Christmas. So at the beginning of December, Christmas really kind of starts. Um, people will put up their Christmas trees often right after Thanksgiving, put up their Christmas trees, decorate their house with lights inside and outside. Some blinking lights, some white lights, some red lights, some purple lights, just lights all over the place. And put up a Christmas tree and hang ornaments. Many families, I know my family has these precious ornaments that you hang on the tree each year. And it reminds you of other memories. And it is a big thing. But it literally starts at the beginning of December. Where people are decorating. Um, People might be having various Christmas parties. Um, There might be a Christmas party at your work. But it will be like the first week of December. And maybe you get together and have a friend's Christmas party in the second week of December. And maybe your extended family will come over. I know my family, extended family, my brothers and my my brother and my sister and my mom come over Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas, December 24th, and will exchange gifts. So Christmas is a big one. It's probably the biggest holiday. I know that if you own a business, you are really looking forward to Christmas because people buy a lot of things to give to other people for Christmas. You can, in fact, um, if you want to save a little bit throughout the year, some banks will just take from your weekly paycheck a little bit of money And then towards the end of the year, you will be able to save money for Christmas presents without even knowing it. So you can set that up with your bank to have a certain amount taken out for just for Christmas to buy uh, your friends and family presents. Easter. Footnote. Sorry. So it is definitely a religious holiday for some Christians. But you don't have to be Christian to celebrate Easter. Um, The Easter bunny will come visit some children. A bunny, a big bunny, that hops around to all of the houses and lays eggs. Bunnies laying eggs for Easter. I don't know how that started. But Easter, um, where I lived in the South, the state of Alabama, it was very big. And there, on average, there are probably more people who are, say, Christian in the South. And it's a very big holiday. Uh, Families get together, very much like Christmas. Um, People will go out of their way to buy new clothes for their Easter dresses and their Easter suits. So I'm sorry I didn't mention that. For some, it is a very big holiday. 
and it always happens on a Sunday, but it might happen in March or it might happen in April. Uh, it depends on the phase of the moon, and I'm not exactly sure how that works, but very similar to Ramadan um, for the Islam, uh, for the Muslim faith, um, it has to do with the moon somehow when Easter falls. Sometimes it may fall in the middle of March. Sometimes it may fall all the way to the end of April. So I hope I didn't miss any. I'm sure once I click the off button, but, oh man, I should have mentioned that. But, um, this is definitely the longest podcast. I doubt anybody's still listening. I'm probably just talking to myself. But if you sat through all, what, one hour of this podcast, I don't know, 40 minutes of this podcast, I commend you. Nice job. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time.